0: University, I am
1: Evan Leiter, and I'm nice Templar now because I'm no longer Morgan Freeman's voice. It's nice <laughs> Templar, Templar, that's what I, I said. I didn't emphasize it, okay? It's nice Tin Fucking
0: Get it together.
1: <laughs> I said Templar, it sounded like Templar, but I said Templar, it just didn't accentuate it. Nice Tin Flar
0: our guest is here i know but we haven't like done our normal bullshit before we bring the guest on so bullshit bullshit
1: bullshit
0: (laughs) so i had a fun day i had to drive six hours round trip to replace two batteries today which was a lot of fun
1: um, I had chill dogs ready. that knocked me the fuck out, and I've been up for six minutes, you guys. That was a good nap. It was a great nap.
0: That's
1: <laughs> such a hard one. <laughs> all right, well, Jessie Kate is here. This is my Jesse Kate. I love her. Who's that? <laughs> it's one of my friends. That's what I did.
0: Anyway, so Izzy was supposed to be on tonight. I don't know what happened, um, but we brought back a fan favorite. Um, you know him as Hellbilly. I call him my brother, but That's he's a man, a myth, and a legend. <laughs> and he's back.
1: And he so he's overrated in fake
2: news.
0: <laughs> 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 so, when I texted him and I asked him, if, ooh, I should probably pull my microphone here so can actually hear me better. Um, I when I asked him if he wanted to be on the show tonight, he's like, Well, I mean, if you're that desperate to have me on the show, I can make it happen. I said, I don't understand why you think it's like a desperation thing. We like you. you. know what I mean? Like, we actually liked you on the show. Now, if I had <laughs> texted you like 20 minutes before the show started and then I'm like, Yo, I need you, then you could have made that comment.
2: But like, we yeah. wanted you on the show. <laughs> All right, you you've known me long enough to, to know that I will bust your ass just for sport.
0: Oh yeah, totally. I know. <laughs> I'm used to. Alicia. I expect it at this point. up, so, Alicia.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's when I start giving people hell that they need to worry because that means usually I'm about done with you. <laughs> you done with us? <clears throat> no. Oh hell, nowhere close. I'm, we're just getting started, honey. Settle in. <laughs> we're lifers. Done for, for life, one of us
0: have to die to stop this madness. Yeah, the only way out of this friendship is a pine box, Kelsey. absolutely.
2: <laughs> what
1: if I want it to be chestnut? Okay,
0: whatever. Well, then
2: you're just being freaking snooty, and we can't yeah. I really just
1: want it. I want it to, I want it cedar. You're being bougie, <laughs> really. What I want, I want it to be a cedar chest. <laughs> That's a lie. You see what I have to fucking deal with? In the ocean for all I care. (laughs) I don't care what you do with my body when I'm gone.
0: I want to be cremated (laughs) simply for the fact that I know I'm dead, but the idea of me being in a box freaks me the fuck out, so. I want to be
1: mummified just so I can say don't ever unbury me because I'll come back and curse all
0: of you. But here's the thing, though, okay? (laughs) Like, they just found, like, King Ramsay's (laughs) tomb like, two weeks ago, and motherfuckers are like, let's open it. Or don't. Or don't. They
1: found a queen... They don't even know her name. And she was buried with an army. And they don't even know who she is. That's so like, this changes our whole historical timeline. No, that just means that everything that you've told is a oh lie.
0: Hell, Billy, you've seen the mummy with Brendan Fraser, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. People like watch the movie. That's why you don't just open random tombs that are buried with armies because that's a good way to get fucked up real quick. Apparently, people yeah. just don't listen.
2: Yeah, they're, they're not there just for show. <laughs> I mean, no, you, <laughs> no. Month, they're, they're, they're going to turn on and bad things are going to happen.
0: Just like leave, leave it alone. When you find mysterious shit out in the desert, just don't touch it.
1: That's I like mean. one place I want to go, though, and explore is Egypt. Like, yeah, throw me in the middle of the desert and let me go explore. I'll have so much fun.
0: You know, that's us roll. I'm with you, right? That's Here's the thing, though. To. People love knocking video game players and stuff like that. But let me tell you something. I'm a it fan of the, for everything. Well, right, but I'm a fan of the Assassins, and I'll tell you another story about how Assassin's the Creed saved the world. I'm a fan of the Assassin's Creed series. Assassin's Creed yeah. Origins takes place in Egypt. They got things so historically accurate that if you don't Does know, is it really? Yeah, right down like the temples, the original. Memphis <laughs> with like the sculptures and the paintings. I mean, historically accurate right down to a T. They got it so accurate that if you didn't know the Nile has actually over hundreds of years has shifted position. Mm -hmm. They got it historically accurate for that time frame of where the Nile River was in Egypt at the time. Like that's how much detail they went into it. So like it for me, because like I hate planes, like (coughs) I look at it as I got to explore Egypt without ever getting on a plane. And I was totally okay with that. Like it was the coolest fucking thing in the world. But second story about that. Do you remember when was it uh was it Notre Dame that big cathedral that burned? Like, almost burned all the way down. Do you know how they were able to start rebuilding that? Um, The money from Gucci? Sorry. No, no, no. Somebody (laughs) had recreated a scale replica of the Notre Dame Cathedral in fucking uh, Minecraft. Oh, shit. And because it was to spec and scale, they were able to take all the information from that video game and come up with an actual set of blueprints to rebuild Notre Dame. Like, y'all like to mock us because we play video games, but, like, we can... We know how to save we saved shit. the world. We saved, we the, saved fucking the world. world. <laughs> I thought it was cool shit. When I, I can
1: I can tell you where Barry treasure is because of video games. It's like what <laughs> is this level? Like? Don't push that button because I'm telling you right now it's going to open a trap door somewhere that you don't want it to open. and right? the Enemies are going to come out. Okay, you're going to have scarabs all over the place.
0: <laughs> I think that's why video gamers are so like with it when it comes to like conspiracy theories and shit that doesn't make sense in the real world because we're used to looking at those patterns like we're used to looking at shit being like that looks out of place like that's there's something there the next
1: part of the game right, right. that wall <laughs> is off color just a little bit let me click on that
0: <laughs> exactly
2: yeah booby traps are also set the exact same way just saying yeah <laughs> right
0: 100 you don't walk into like creepy abandoned hallways that like there's something you want at the end of it. Because nine times out of ten, that's like when the spike strips come out of the wall and you got to start running for your fucking life.
1: I pay attention to that shit, man. Or, or the gas so, or the fire comes out of the side of the wall. You know, yeah. like the
2: fire. And, and in full disclosure, in a horror movie, I'm going to be one of the first people taken out because I am the guy that has to go check out that creepy sound. Me too. If I hear it, i got to figure out what it is.
0: Right, oh but God, I'm the no guy that's is. gonna go check out the creepy sound. But I'm bringing some sort of weapon with me. It's the people Always. who let me go into the creepy dark basement with nothing but a flashlight.
1: With, right, no. with nothing but a flashlight. Bring
0: light. something. Bring a table leg. Anything. Oh, I'm strapped. Anything. Now. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. We're good there. there.
1: <laughs> we're mine, good is there. Within, <laughs> mine is within reaching distance. It's right there,
0: and I have See, I have several. So if you're smart, have, if you're smart, if you've ever watched Supernatural. You bring a double smart, barrel you shotgun. Your right bed. I have two. Here you, you go. Bed. But you get a double barrel shotgun, one with a regular bullet for like real-world intruders, and then one that has salt in it for the supernatural intruders. So you're always right. prepared. So
1: listen, Dave Chappelle told me how to taught me how to load a shotgun.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> the funniest thing so in the you, world is
1: bird shot, shot, bird shot, buckshot, buckshot, buck shot. <laughs>
2: I, I thought you were talking about his skit where he went to the, the first time he got a shotgun. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, so you've got like, you've got boxes of ammo with like little white dudes on the on the cover of them.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, there's the bird shot that if you miss, it's, you, it should scare him, but a buck shot will blow you through the door. <laughs> See,
0: yeah. I talked I talked to a cop one time and I asked him about that. He goes, you should always try to go for less lethal first. He goes, however, <laughs> he goes a corner is not going to be able to tell how fast you switch from less lethal to lethal? I'm like, so what you're saying, I said, is if someone breaks into my house and the first one out of the shotgun is a beanbag round immediately followed by buckshot, you'll never know. He goes, no. Just make sure that you clearly shoot the beanbag round someplace where you can see that it hit him and you actually tried to stop him. He goes, and if you just rack the slide and hit him again with the buckshot, he goes, he didn't listen the first time. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, the bird the, shot is
1: supposed to be a warning. The buckshot shot is supposed to be a bigger warning. Then you hit him with the bird shot, and then you hit him with the three
2: buck shots. Well, and that's the thing that most people don't realize about shotguns at home defense is that... That's what I want, though, a shotgun. It, it, unless you're in a mansion that's got, like, 70-foot hallways, if you hit somebody with number eight bird shot at right. 15 feet... You're cutting a three-inch hole through them.
0: Oh, yeah, it's not pleasant at all. Yeah, it's not
2: gonna feel good. And if you hit them with a one ounce slug, the odds are pretty good whatever was out in the street behind them is going to stop that slug. So yeah. my so essentially my fence,
1: because if I do it through my front door, you're gonna hit my fence. You're probably yep, gonna, you're gonna especially hit your if fence. it's a buckshot, you're probably gonna go through my fence. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think no, go ahead.
2: Not to sound too macabre. One of my favorite guys that I follow on YouTube is uh, there's a, a channel called Thunder Ranch. It is run by a guy that is named Clint Smith. He is probably, well, he's older than me, so he's like dirt. Uh, his, his adage is when it comes to firearms, you have to remember that pistols put holes in people, rifles put holes through people. A shotgun at the right range with the right load. Will rip a chunk of shit off your opponent and throw that shit on the floor. Yep. And that's what they do. They are disgustingly violent.
0: So I had a, I used to have a Savage Arms made it. It was a 410-22 over-under break-action shotgun. Oh, yeah. The fucking things are the coolest things in the world. Have you ever seen a 410 shotgun shell? It's, it's longer, it's long, but it's very thin. They actually the, the judge is a revolver yep. that will shoot a 410 round. Um <clears throat> Remington used to make PDX one defender ammo for the 410 shotguns. And what the PDX one defender ammo was is it was three metal discs and then a fuck ton of buckshot behind it. <laughs> it was specifically designed for home defense because if that any of that hit you, you're fucked. I, I mean, mean like, like the lethal is I mean, that's what it was for, it was for home defense is exactly yeah. why it was designed that way. But shotguns, my thing with shotguns is I think of the best thing for home defense because in my mind, nothing should make you shit your pants more than being in someone's house at night and hearing the slide rack on a fucking shotgun because that should make you stop whatever you're doing and rethink every life decision that's got you to that point. And at that point, if you hear that and you still decide to press on, you best be right with your Jesus because you're ready to meet him at that point. Thanks. Um,
2: yeah, and again, being a redneck, uh, they're not going to hear my slide rack. Right. They may hear the safety click off, but I always—I mean, mine's stored and locked and safe. But it is mm-hmm. incredibly quick to get to, and there is one in the chamber. Oh yeah, mine, mine
1: does not. All have they're going to hear is what sounds I'm like worried. the
2: hand of God smacking them, and that's going to be it.
1: I cannot bring myself to carry it with one in the chamber. I'm not comfortable with it enough yet. Um, only I'm going to tell a you a story years, about that, but I, I carry it loaded, but um, one in the chamber for some reason. I just feel like I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I'm
0: going to tell I'm you a story about that.
1: that.
0: I yeah, never I, used, I never oh, used yeah, to please. either. When I, when I first started carrying, I never used to either because I was nervous about it. And while I couldn't have my, I worked at the hospital, while I couldn't have my firearm inside the hospital, I got called in late one night to do some work on a server. So instinctively mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle choice. You leave the house, you put your gun on you. It's like grab before when you carry all the time. It's like grabbing your wallet, your phone, your yep. keys, shit it's, like that. Yep, it, it exactly is. It is. So I it put it, you. I put it in the holster and I left. Right. Well, it happened to be Saint Patrick's Day, and I was coming into town, and I was a little, I was a little over the stop line. Like I'll be honest with you, I was fucking with the radio on my car. I didn't see the stop line coming up, and I was a little over the stop line. Cop pulled me over. I pull over to the side of the road. I did what I was supposed to do. Both hands on the wheel. She came up, said, you know, I pulled you over, license registration. I said, officer, I said, before I do anything, I said, I feel it's my obligation to tell you I am a licensed concealed carry holder in the state of New York. There is one on my person. How would you like me to proceed? She was totally cool about the whole thing. She's like, oh, cool. Thank you for telling me where is it located, all the rest of this stuff. And I was like, you know, inside the waistband, right hip. My wallet is in my right back pocket. And she goes, okay. She goes, can you get out of the car? Sure. Get out of the car. She goes, Can you just put your hands on the top of the car for me? Absolutely. She goes, I'm going to take your firearm from you. I'm like, Yep, go for it. Took it, pulled the mag out. She goes, I'm going to walk it back to the car, to my cruiser. She goes, You can get back in your car. I was like, Cool shit, right? She goes, another thing. She comes back. She goes, No, I pulled you over. I said, No. She told about the stop line thing. And I was like, my, You know, my bad. It's late. I'm trying to get to work. I got called in, whatever. She goes, Okay. She goes, I'm going to go back and get your gun. I'll be right back. I'm like, Okay. So she handed me the mag. She handed me the gun. She goes, Put them on the seat next to you so I can see it. She's like, okay. She's like, don't reload it till I drive away. I was like, got it. She goes, I notice you have like second amendment stickers all over your car. You're obviously a big proponent, you know, support of the second amendment. She goes, I like that. She goes, thank you. She goes, however, she goes, I'm not writing you a ticket tonight. And I go, okay, you know, I really appreciate that. She goes, but she goes, if I ever fucking pull you over again and you don't have one in the chamber, she goes, I'm writing you a ticket for whatever I pulled you over for. She yep. goes, having yep. a gun on you to defend yourself without one in the chamber, she goes, is the dumbest fucking thing you can do. She goes, don't ever let me catch you being that stupid again. And she literally, she got in her cruiser. She drove away. I popped that mag in, racked the fucking slide through the safety on it, put it back in the holster. I was like, yes, ma'am.
1: <laughs> For me, most of the time, since I'm a female, most of the time, just having the weapon on me deters anybody from bothering me. Well,
2: here, here, here's, the, here's the concern is and i learned this thank goodness by a demonstration when i was going through my conceal and carry class we were talking about carrying one in the chamber versus empty and the instructor looked at us and said okay i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna show you something here give you a demonstration he looks at one of the guys and he says we're going to pretend your wallet is a firearm he said at some point through the course of this this training i'm going to rush you when i do i want you to pull your wallet and point it at me he's standing there he makes the you know 15 minutes later so you know time goes by he makes that makes that rush the guy barely gets it out and he looked at all of us and he said you're barely going to have time to draw the firearm let alone rack the slide keep mm-hmm. it ready to go yep. and i'll be honest my concealer, every pistol I own, none of them have a safety on them, because I don't I want almost, to even have to think about that. Mm-hmm. I almost bought one it, without a safety, but I got a kid in the house. When you it mean. when it goes, it's, it's time to rock and roll. And I I get that I have I, I have one in the house as well. Mine stays locked up, and I teach gun safety to him hardcore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up oh, and again, generationals. By the way, what's up, Connor? Oh, you know he's watching already. That's why I was saying hi to him. I got to <laughs> say hi to
0: him. When I know he's watching. He's my biggest fan. <laughs> oh, dude. He loves this stuff, man. He loves it. Yeah. I
2: I'm tell everybody the when they
0: talk about the show, they're like, what's the coolest thing about doing a podcast? I said, my best friend's kid thinks why I'm like, one, the of them. like one of like He knows famous people. I said, and he watches every single one of them. I said, so like, the fact that like, there's a young kid, I said, who who, by all rights, I said, if you subtract his father and his mother from the equation, would be one of these just, sorry, Connor, I gotta say this, even though you're not one, one of these shitheads that you see out in public, I said, the fact (laughs) that he pays attention to the shit that gets discussed on the show when we talk about real stuff, I'm like, gives me hope for his generation, that there are kids out there that are like, nah, screw all that, I wanna listen to this. (laughs) Right.
2: Oh Yeah, Yeah, dude, And, and I guarantee you right now as we're having this conversation, actually, when you wave to him our office is located right across from his room. Um, and I'm not going to tell you that he's paying attention. Give me about three seconds. Hurry. Come here. Because I was mentioning his name, the little smartass. Stick your head in here and wave.
0: <laughs> What's up, buddy? What's <laughs> up, <Hi>,
2: buddy?
0: <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> but uh, um, no, going back to the concealed carry thing we were talking about, what is it? It's the 20-foot rule. And it's, it's like, Yeah,
2: it, it, it's the rule of threes. Most yeah. gun take place within three seconds, within three shots, and within three yards.
0: Mm-hmm. And and, that's, and I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it until I saw it happen. Not like real. It was a demonstration. But I didn't believe it was possible. Like, And there's no fucking way a dude with a knife can get to you and cause physical harm, and like fatal physical harm to you before you can get that gun out and get shots on. I said, there's no fucking way, right? They had a guy who was a competitive shooter. Now, these guys, like competitive shooters, like, Their whole deal is like getting it out of the holster and shots on target quick. Right. Mm -hmm. They had, they had, it wasn't a cop. They had a competitive shooter. Okay. 20 feet. The guy had a white t-shirt on and the guy running at him had a, a red marker 20 feet. They said, go, this guy got up to him and cut one of his main arteries under his arm before the guy even got the gun to hear. Yep. In 20 feet, and this guy was not like an Olympic sprinter that was running. He was an average Joe, and I'm watching this shit, and I'm going, "Holy shit!" Like, there's no fucking like I thought it was bullshit, and I'm like, "No, fuck that!" Like, there's That's no craziness. Yeah, because like it's, I don't want to say physics. It's not physics, but like it just until you well, just see it action, happen, you're like,
1: I guess if I were living in a scarier place, I probably would, but I'm not. I'm not too concerned about it here. Everybody's carrying. Everybody's so just here. You
2: be proficient with what you've got. Everybody, that yeah. just just be proficient with what you've got.
0: Well, one thing um, that my instructor told me I when I went to my concealed carry course, there was a guy. Um, he car- was carried his pistol on an ankle holster, and when he showed up to the range, he took his gun out of his ankle holster, and he put it in in a hip holster. And the instructor's like, "What are you doing?". I'm putting in the hip holster. He goes, is that how you carry it every day? And the guy's like, no, I carry it in my ankle. He goes, train how you carry. Yeah, he goes, you're training how to get it out of here in the event that something's going on. He goes, and it's all the way down here. He goes, you're not going to be prepared. He Mine's goes, put it back in the ankle holster. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> like, mine
1: sits right here is where I carry mine. It's right on my stomach. And I have a hoodie that has a hole in the in the pocket where I can just reach into the hoodie pocket and grab it. I actually
0: told Hellbilly this the other day. Most of the jackets I buy are concealed carry garments that have yeah, a spot that's what I started in buying too. That's yeah. what I
1: started buying, too. The hoodie so I can just reach into my hoodie pocket and grab it. Mm-hmm.
0: My backpack is concealed carry ready. Everything I own, if I got to carry it some way, it, there's a I way for a tactical, me to get to it quick. I have
1: a tactical pack. I do. I got it from becoming an NRA member. <laughs> they're like hey thanks here's a tactical bag i was like this is awesome i only have two guns but thank you (laughs) i'll tell you guys a story
0: in the entire time i've had my concealed carry permit there was only one time i ever actually had to draw my gun now i've been in situations where like i put my hand on it not like looking at someone but shit was getting hairy and i put my hand on it because like if shit pops off like i'm gonna be ready type stuff but there was only one time I actually had the gun drawn and pointed at the ground. And I was like, ready to make that decision. Like if it's going to be you or me, buddy, I'm fucking going home.
1: I've been followed a couple of times.
0: I was I've at a restaurant for my birthday, um, up in Syracuse, New York. And again, my gun's always on me. So we were out Should doing shit Syracuse. that day. The
1: place to have it on you too.
0: Right. I'd, I'd well, be one
1: in the chamber in Syracuse. Shit you not. Absolutely.
0: Right. So <laughs> in New York state, you can't have your concealed carry with you if it's a bar, right? So, like, if it's a restaurant, you can have it in there, but this was a bar where we were I'll going go, to get chicken wings and beer. So I was like, fuck. I, just, I told my buddy, I'm like, give me your keys. I said, I got to go out and put this in the glove box, right? Because I, I, you got to be a responsible gun order, follow right. the laws, even if you don't agree with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So I walk back out to the car. Well, typically when I park a car, my situational awareness is, We've had this conversation, Ellie. Like, I have good situational awareness. I'll never park my car in a a corner of a parking lot with walls on either side of me. Like, that's the dumbest thing. You always park your car in a place where if you got to get to that bitch and get out, you get in it and you're gone. My buddy was driving. So, big, tall fence, really long. We're in the fucking corner. And it's dark (laughs) out. So, like... Anytime I walk through a parking lot, it's just you don't walk close to the cars. You walk in the middle of the alley. That way, if yeah, anyone tries to a run bar out in
1: Syracuse in the corner parking lot, right? That's not a that's not a nice situation. You're getting raped.
0: So we're at the back. <laughs> we will park at the back of the parking lot. So as I'm walking, I hear footsteps behind me, and I don't know if you're aware of this. They teach you certain things if you take certain course courses that, like, if your head's straight, your peripheral vision only goes so far. But if you tilt your head down, you can actually get better peripheral vision. So I get okay. I my head down and I'm looking and I can, there's someone walking behind me. And my first thought was, okay, it's probably someone going to their car. Well, then the footsteps started to quicken. And then immediately I'm like, all right, something's fucking off here. So I stop and the footsteps stop. And then I start walking again and the footsteps start again. And I'm probably within 30 yards of the car. So by the time I realize where the fuck I am, there's no way for me to go left or right. So I made a decision. I fucking stopped, planted, turned around. And I was like, what are you doing? And the guy's just looking at me. I was like, I'm telling you right now, you don't want to come closer to me. I said, I'm giving you the option to leave right now or you're not going to like what happens. Well, he starts walking towards me more. So I brushed the jacket back and I put my hand on. I'm like, I'm telling you, stop fucking walking. Well, then he started to like run, not like run, run, but start to quicken his pace. And I pulled the fucking thing and pointed at the ground and I pulled the hammer back and I'm like fucking walk away man like because i care my first pistol i ever carried was a fucking 1911 45 hollow points that's enough
2: no matter where the <laughs> fuck it, i hit you it would have to be of course it's yeah, gonna it's do some so fucking
0: bad. damage to you like everyone's yeah. like oh nine move carry more yeah but if you're accurate stopping power is everything and i'm putting them right now
2: right so i'm
0: like <laughs> i'm telling you right now you're gonna be missing a fucking limb Do not come any fucking closer. And he looks like he's supposed to, like, he's going to take a step towards me again. And in that moment, I had consciously made the decision to myself, like, if he fucking moves, it's over. Like, I'm putting him the fuck down in the parking lot. And he, like, took a step, and then he looked, and he thought about it, and he took off and ran the other direction. And let me tell you something. I am not a bitch by any stretch of the imagination, but when I tell you I could have pissed myself right there. That was the first and only time I've been in a situation where as a gun owner, it actually got to the point where I'm like, fuck, I've got to use this fucking thing to defend myself.
1: My dad had to do that once in Elmira. He was delivering food to a bar. It was like two in the morning. And somebody was walking. He was standing across the street. So he was at at the intersection, of four-way. And across the, like, it was like a kitty-corner to him. So he's looking across the street. There's a guy over there watching him. And he's continuing doing his job of paying attention to him. And the guy starts walking across the street towards him. And my dad stopped and turned at him, put his hand on his hip. And the guy stopped and then started walking towards him again. So my dad drew and put it down to his side. And the guy kept walking. He didn't even stop. He kept walking. My dad turned his laser light on. And the guy made a turn as he was walking towards my dad. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, the reason Never why, like, I knew this bar had cameras. And I knew there was audio. On the cameras, because like they had had break ins and fights and shit like that before. So their cameras could pick up audio. And I made sure I was talking loud enough for not only were those cameras hearing me, but people that were on the other side of the parking lot heard what the fuck I was saying.
1: All right. So I'm
0: like, there's not a shadow of a doubt that I gave this motherfucker every option to just go the other fucking direction. But holy now, fuck.
2: I'm going to give, since everyone in this live is wearing glasses, I'm going to give you a tip that I learned from a, an instructor. Uh, when I was going through my courses before I started doing the private investigation stuff. Mm-hmm. If you angle your head correctly wearing glasses, you can use your glasses as a rear-view mirror. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's <laughs> yeah. why I
1: was doing, when he said your peripheral vision, I was like, yeah, no, you can. Let me see. Yes, I can definitely I, use my glasses. Oh, and and well, with Even,
0: even without oh, glasses, yeah. you can do the same thing. It's just like, it's body mechanics that like, when you tilt your head down, you almost pick up like
2: You'll pick up like I think of it's, inches well, I think it's like 10 degrees aside. When you tip your head yeah. down, you pick up like 10 degrees aside. Your your glasses will give you like freaking 40 aside.
0: Yeah. You you
2: almost become like an owl. And, you know, especially they, and, and I've lights. also been told that if you've got UV coating on, the reflective property coming from the eye side of the glass actually increases. So mm-hmm. you can push out even further. You know, the, the, the what you're seeing behind you is actually even cleaner.
1: I can see these lights in my glasses right now. It's like, it's
0: a situational awareness thing, too. Like, I mean, just using the environment around you to see if there's someone behind you. You know, the the reflection off of, like, the glass on a storefront or the window of a car. Oh, yeah. Just pay attention to shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you feel like there's someone behind you, start fucking pay attention. Exactly.
1: I'm always paying attention. And the biggest thing is, too, is...
0: (laughs) <laughs> the person following you will try to match your footsteps, right? So you don't, like, consciously you're not hearing another set of right. footsteps because your brain is like, no, it's just your footsteps echoing, right? So they'll try yeah. to match your footsteps. The thing of it is, is to stop quick when they're not expecting it because then you'll hear their footsteps as they try to stop. And that's always My what I used to do. My
1: just turns around. My ass well, just
0: turns around. Yeah, but.
1: I, mean, I would rather look you dead in the face.
0: Well, that's why i inevitably like, turned around like, i was like mm.
1: right I, I agree with that completely that's as soon as you heard the footsteps behind you i would have stopped and turned around that's how i always am though i used to walk at night through elmira by mm-hmm. myself i i'm hypersensitive to my surroundings anyway so if i'm walking and i know somebody's walking behind me i will turn around i don't care i don't care if you're following me or not if i feel like you're following me i'm looking at you dead in your face Well,
0: that's why I'm glad if you the hyper. My to...
2: no, uh, if you look at the studies Of criminals, the muggers, robbers, carjackers, everyone. The number one thing that you can do to not be a victim is make sure the people that are in your vicinity know that you're aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Their victims are the ones that have their face shoved in their cell phones, the ones that are walking with their heads down,
0: that are moving in a
2: timid fashion, the ones not paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Walk with your head up looking around and, and they say that they determine their victims in like three seconds yeah so it happens really quick you've a gonna, lot.
0: yeah it is it is i learned the other side of that thing being a guy specifically being a bigger guy right i was a bouncer okay i would get out of the bars late at night shit like that you know you're taking trash out there's young women who are obviously intoxicated that are still out walking around and I learned from one of the cops, he's like, the best thing you can do, he goes, is in situations where there's young women like that, he goes, make yourself non-threatening. I goes, what, what do you mean? He goes, keep your hands out of your pockets. Keep it where you can see them. He goes, don't act sketchy and shit like that. So, like, there's yeah. there's an opposite side to that, too, of, you know what I mean, of of it's the way you present yourself in public. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, And that's one of the biggest arguments I've heard for not having open carry. Because I've always heard people that are like, they're huge Second Amendment supporters, but they don't agree with open carry. And I'm like, why? Like, well, think about it. If some guy busts into a a gas station and you're standing there in line with a fucking dirty, hairy 357 Magnum strapped on your hip, who the fuck do you think he's taking out first? And I was like, true. But the other side of that coin is if I'm trying to knock over a gas station and someone is standing there with a 357 Magnum strapped to their hip, I'm probably not going to fucking do it in the first place. But there's, there's people on either side of that coin. There's some people who are desperate enough Well, they, they will come in and they'll immediately blast you. And other ones, they're going to be like, mm, knocking over the corner store is not worth my fucking life. And well, they'll beat us in a place else.
1: Most criminals are pussies. Most criminals are going to stop well, if there is something that- They're crimes of opportunity. right, If it's going to be a smooth crime, I'll do it. But if there's any little, that's why I say confront your- confront your assailant because if you feel like you're being targeted most of the time if you turn around and be like hey what are you doing they're gonna be like nah, i don't want to deal with that it's not smooth you're not unexplored. well and it
0: gives you time to see their face too. you yeah, know they're, what i mean most of the they time they're trying to... Be, able
1: to be identified they yeah. don't you're looking for marks they know this oh you're looking for nope we're gonna go
2: the other way because if this mm-hmm. fails you're done and, and you're done. but you are exactly right most criminals are looking for minimum effort maximum return they are going to do absolutely nothing above their lowest standard that puts them at a higher risk. Mm-hmm. Um, in mine and Wyatt's industry, the number one deterrent to a home break-in is a consistently advertised security system. Mm-hmm. I have a it, security it, system advertised on my gate, yes.
1: It says no trespassing, don't worry about the dog, Beware the, go- the on- owner, and there's bullet holes
2: all through the sign. <laughs> That's my perfect. deterrent. That and that's it,
0: that that takes care of eighty percent of them right there. Well, it's the concept of locked doors. Locked doors just keep honest people honest. You know what I mean? Right. It's, Absolutely. That's that's what it boils down to. But going back to your your hypersensitivity comment, Kelly, like I'm really glad that hypersensitivity followed me when I moved to Georgia. You know, because living in New York, you have to be hyper aware of certain things because mm-hmm. the many places <laughs> in New York. I mean, not in the Upstate where I where I lived for you know a long period of time, but closer to the city, not New York city, but some of the cities that I lived in and the worked in cities
1: are not nice places.
0: Yeah. They're not nice places. They're sketchy. Like even
1: Elmira, Elmira wasn't that big. And that was probably one of the most dangerous cities in New York. And it's not even yeah. that
0: big. But I mean, we're living where I live now and working in and around Atlanta, you have to have that hypervigilance Absolutely. too, where you pay attention to shit. Because I like think I told you last week I was fucking working three weeks ago and there was a fucking shooting 40 yards behind me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like never like I knew where I was. I knew that like there's sketchy shit that happens in Atlanta. I never thought I'd be 40 yards from one. Well, lo and behold, it fucking something happens. Like and that, I'm like
1: I, something like whoo. that happened to me in Almira though. There was a shoot right behind me. I drove through a crowd, it was in the middle of the street. These people were all in the street fighting, arguing, going off. They all backed out of the street to let me and a couple other cars go by. Well, the other cars that were in front of me went through. Just as I'm going through, shots go off. I'm like, yeah. what is happening?
2: Right. Like, listen, if you're going to call timeout, call timeout, damn it. Yeah. Exactly. Game on game all means something.
0: <laughs> Don't jump the car.
2: gun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they like you said everybody
0: paused. Like, everybody paused.
1: They took <laughs> yeah. that as the advantage is everybody backed up. All these cars went through, and they all went and got their weapons. And the, if yeah. the last car went through, they all start shooting each other. Yeah.
0: I mean, That's it's. That's what happened. It sucks that that's the world we live in, where you have to think like that. But, I mean, it's it's the sad reality of the way well, things are, you know, in today's day and age, that shit like that happens. I mean, I'll tell you right now, when I was 14, 15 years old, did crime and shit like that happen? 100%. Was I that worried about it at that age? No.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Because it wasn't that bad. You know, but you fast forward 10, 12 years, and you're like, what the fuck happened? Like, how, how the fuck did we get here? Like, this is insane to me.
1: Yeah, this shit's crazy tell
2: them NPCs that don't have any thought processes. And I honestly think at this, at, at the end of the day, I, I don't think the planet's changed all that much. It's just that we're aware of it. I mean, yeah. technology there there, there there have always been instances. bad guys. There will always be bad guys. I, what I call the 80 20 rule 80% of society just wants to go through the day, not have their world messed up too much, and move on with life. There's 20%. Mm-hmm. That woke up and said, you know what? I need to see how big of an asshat I can be today.
0: Yeah, it's true. And
2: and they and they cover the spectrum from the odd homeless guy to a politician sitting in Washington. And I, I, I just I think don't they think, they think that it's changed part all of that the much. 20%. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, well, maybe 19% of them are inside the circle in DC. There
0: you go. <laughs> 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 I mean it's true though. Oh. And it's you and I got talking about this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the broken windows yeah, theory. Exactly. You know, and how many people don't understand that and they try to make it like a racial thing. And I get, I get why it's linked to a racial issue. I really do. I understand it. You know what I mean? But I also think that it's it's a cop out to not address the actual issue. Now, quick, I know you know what it means, Hell Billy. Kelly do you know what the broken windows theory is. Mm, I don't. So to boil it down, the broken windows theory is, is that if you live in a neighborhood where something like a broken window is allowed to occur without any sort of like punishment or anything like that or, or repercussions for what happens, that is a very good indication that you will be okay with escalated crime occurring there is essentially what that means. And it's a popular theory with law enforcement when you talk about the broken windows theory because usually where they apply the broken windows theory to are low income run neighborhoods that have broken windows everywhere and where do you see people running drugs and shootouts and gang fights
1: mm-hmm.
0: those neighborhoods right and everyone has a problem with that theory I'm like but that theory proves itself true almost every single day right you know what I mean like you don't you don't see okay Shit that happens in midtown Atlanta happen in fucking Martha's Vineyard. Why? They don't allow that shit there. They don't allow right. things like that to occur there. But in the bluffs in Atlanta, which if you know anything about Atlanta and you know about the bluffs, you know, that's one fucking neighborhood. You, I mean, to put it in perspective for you, the bluff stands for better leave you stupid or better leave you fucking fool is what the bluff stands for. (laughs) It's one of the most dangerous areas of Atlanta. It's known for fucking drugs, crime, anything you can think of, it goes on there. Broken windows theory written all over it. Because you allow the simplest shit to occur, look at what's happened there. All of this has occurred.
2: Uh, There's a a thing that... that When I have managed people in the past, and the way I approach most things today is that if you make an exception, it becomes the rule. Mm -hmm. So when you push yourself out and you go, okay, and we've seen it, hell, we're seeing it right now being, I think being played to the wall in that, let's say I want to take your freedoms. I'm not going to come at you full bore and take all of it. I am going to push on one particular, your first amendment rights, right to the point that you start to complain. I'm not going to retreat. I'm just going to stop till you settle down. Then I'm mm-hmm. going to start pushing again. And I'm going to push until you complain again. And then I'm going to stop. Again, I'm not going to retreat. I'm not giving up any ground. I'm just going to stop and wait. It's never done in one fell swoop, or it's rarely done in right. one fell
1: swoop. It's in pieces. They do it yeah. in pieces.
2: It, exactly. Joe Rogan. Piece at a time.
1: That was, why Joe that was my whole big problem with all the, the lockdowns and stuff because oh, they are yeah. very subtly, slowly taking away our fourth amendment. And I'm like, you guys, this, this is a violation of our, our... Mm-hmm. having a thermometer to take my temperature. As I walk into any building, any building is a HIPAA violation. Mm-hmm. That is my personal health information. It doesn't matter if it's just my temperature. It's still my personal health information. And it's illegal for you to obtain it without written consent.
0: Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan inadvertently had the best way to describe this. And he used it to describe manhood and living in a house with his wife and his three daughters. And the way he described it was, he goes, being a man and having manhood is you have this giant fucking stack of marbles behind you, right? He goes, and every day he goes, these motherfuckers just walk up to you and they fucking take a marble and they walk away. And you're like, it's fine. It's cool. It's cool. I still got all these marbles. We're good. He goes, till 20 years later, he goes, your stack of 4,000 marbles, he goes, you got 20 of them bitches left, and you're fucking holding on to them like my precious from the fucking ring. (laughs) And, like, it's funny, because, like, if you're a father and have, like, daughters, like, you can absolutely relate to that. But he inadvertently made the best fucking analogy to what the government does with freedoms every single day and no one pays attention to. You have all of these fucking freedoms. Oh, well, if they take one or two, it's not that big a deal. But they never stop at one or two. They're like Pringles. Right. Once you pop, you just can't stop. They just keep fucking taking one marble every fucking day until you have nothing.
1: Yep, that's like my big problem with everything. I try to tell people pay attention to what's going on because you're taking away our rights. And they're like, no, they're not. You never get them but back slowly but surely they're taking away our freedoms which are our freedoms they're our rights they are god-given rights that's why we have the constitution god gave us this right The government didn't give you these rights god gave you these rights
0: right. you have don't the make right to go live off and again. live
1: however you choose to live period don't
2: period.
0: make me go off again you got me off on nobody... a 20-minute fucking rant last
1: time <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of going off now there should be no reason and like it goes along with a whole lot of things like like the red red flag laws. I, me and Wyatt got into a whole thing about red flag laws once. And everybody thought we were fighting and we were not fighting. We were just having a debate. I am so against red flag laws. I'm against every single one of them. Just because you think that person is a bad person does not mean that's a bad person. Just because mm-hmm. you think that that person might do something wrong does not mean that they are going to do that. It's not up to you to put that standard on somebody else because that person has every single right to own a gun just like you do. Mm-hmm.
0: And my Absolutely. counter. My counter to her argument was, is I don't believe in red flag laws either. However, we, the second amendment supporters and most people on the right, what are the things that we immediately say anytime a shooting happens? Okay. It's not a gun problem. It's a mental health problem. 100% facts, right? We need, we're okay with common sense gun laws. Okay. And three, there has to be a middle ground on this. It cannot be all or nothing. All three of those things are true. So my question that I, that I lodged to Kelly was, how do you find that middle ground? At some point, someone having a mental health crisis has to factor into something. At some point, we actually have they to take They have this...
1: to have the mental health crisis. Right.
0: Okay. No, I agree. But that's um, what I'm saying is like, at some like point- If they
1: have not had any type of crisis, if they are just a normal living human being, leave that person alone.
2: Kale, grab, right. grab your hoodie and get behind me because here we go. Um, I am going to, I understand where you're coming from, brother, and I respect your opinion. Um, you're totally fucking off base. The one thing about an imperfect society is sometimes good people fall to bad circumstances. That is going to happen no matter what. Um, when you, again, this is the constitutional broken window theory. Mm -hmm. When you take someone's constitutional rights away from them in any way, shape or form, and you make them guilty until proven innocent. You have now taken human rights away from that individual, and that cannot be. We cannot allow that to happen. Oh, I agree. That's is our right 100%, right. is our legislative process perfect? Nowhere freaking close. Are we closer to socialism, fascism, anything but a republic than we've ever been? Absolutely. Facts. And and I, oh and God, I will tell so you, bad. but I will tell you right now that we cannot if you make a rule that damages the rights of millions to protect the potential harming of one person um you're doing that as a feel-good and not to take care of the society as a whole
0: Thanks. oh no i 100 agree the only thing i was saying to her was my frustration was coming from the fact of as a supporter of the second amendment and as a gun owner I get tired of the constant vilification of us. So, like, perfect example, okay? Megan and I are watching Grey's Anatomy right now. She picked the next show that we watched together. That's what we're watching. And one of the episodes we just watched earlier in the week was about a mother who had a gun for protection that was locked up in her home. Her eight-year-old son and her eight, his eight-year-old friend found the gun, were playing with it, and one kid shot the other kid by accident. And you can draw, fill in the blanks, and use Listen, your imagination. That in New
1: York, a couple of times. I no, I know. know stories that, that actually happened with people. Hold on a second,
0: though. Fill in the blanks of how that episode went, and how they portrayed gun ownership as a whole. You can guess what goes on there. Oh,
2: there sure was no,
0: yeah. yeah, there was no argument towards guns to 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 give a fair representation of both. It was heavily weighted towards gun ownership is evil. As a gun owner, it gets very tiresome. That every time something happens, people like me, people like Kelly, people like you get thrown under the bus. They were the worst people in the fucking world, right? And all I was asking her was, at what point do we take the three points that we like to make? How do we get to that point where we actually take them and put them into reality where we're actually doing something meaningful? Where we're actually helping the mental health issues so shit like this doesn't happen. And that's what I was asking her. But what most people don't understand is that when Kelly and I debate, we'll sound like we're ripping each other apart. Ripping each other. That's pee- one of the things pee- I love you. about you. You know what I mean? And like <laughs> well, I've got people, go I've got people messaging me on the side going, Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, don't let this you ruin, ruin you and Kelly's. And I'm fucking laughing. Because um, while we we're in the side? group chat going at each other, just spitting venom. We're private messaging each other together just laughing about stupid shit and planning next week's episode.
1: And it's not even... We're not even having the same conversation. Yeah, and it's just
0: like, what? Like, Why do you (laughs) automatically think that I hate her? Like, you're clearly not listening to the conversation then, because like, fuck you. (laughs) We're just having
1: fundamental disagreements on on this subject. Like, I'm not even... and then like,
0: once we were talking about it, she realized where I was coming from. She's like, so you're not saying you're pro-red flag. I was like, fuck no. Listen... I'll be the first one to tell you. I got red flagged. Little known fact about old Wyatt here. I got red flagged. And I'll tell you the story as to how, okay? I was heavily involved in the Libertarian Party in the state of New York, okay? Oh, that's I, guaranteed red flag right there. You're right. You <laughs> can <laughs> stop <laughs> the conversation. You're not,
2: you're the weapon. That's how you were red flagged.
0: No need to explain further. I was a <laughs> yeah, gun owner in the state of New right. York. Um, But no, so like, there was a person who had been affiliated with the party who... I had found out, was up to some suspect shit, and we outed him um, because I don't know if you know in the state of New York, you can record another person on a phone call or in a face-to-face conversation as long as one party is aware one that it's being recorded. One
2: party law? Same as Ohio. One party law.
0: I was the one party. I won't get into that whole thing. Either way, anyway, he got pissed off because we outed him, right? He knew the head of security at the hospital I worked for and decided to tell this person that I brought my gun to work into the building every day. And he chose to do this at the exact moment that I got diagnosed with PTSD. So you can imagine how that conversation with my boss went. And I looked at my boss and I said, Are you fucking crazy? I was like, In all the time that you fucking known me, when have I ever indicated that I would bring that into the building? He goes, Never. Thank you. When have I ever indicated that I would hurt myself or anybody else for that matter? He goes, never. I said, so why the fuck are we having this conversation right now? Right. But <laughs> right. I got red yeah. Because yeah. But that's the danger of it right there. I was showing no signs of hurting myself, hurting others, nothing. Textbook responsible gun owner. But because this motherfucker didn't like me, yeah,
1: used it. That's, that is the problem the- with it, though
0: the stats that have already
2: been reported so far on red flags show that they overwhelmingly are used as a tool in divorce settlements.
0: Yes. Yep.
2: 100%. And it's, you know, and I, I, people are people, and I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I'm just a cold old asshole. I got nothing to, you know, I'm going to call it like I see it. If I piss off everybody on the planet, well, I'm one person in a big freaking world. Look at yourself, not me. Right, you know, if, if my opinion pisses somebody off, well, okay, that's on you, that's not on me. I'm just that's
1: thinking what problem. I think is the
2: truth. But if you may, you'll hear the argument that it, well, if we can just save one person, um, no, it's not about saving one person because then what do we do? Uh, let's now uh, we just have one
1: person that we all saved.
2: What's that one yes. person gonna do? But we oppressed. Seventy thousand in the process, or five million in the process. What? What? What's the end result there? Uh, I, we recognize the redneck from Georgia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, thank you. Uh fun. Not fun fact, but uh, just side note to what he just said. It always seems to be the left. If we save just one life. Unless it's a fetus inside of a woman, and then you don't right. care
1: if you save those lives, and then you so, don't care at all.
0: Please, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the hypocritical nature of that statement coming from who it comes from. If we see if it saves even just one life, but you literally advocate <laughs> for the killing of thousands every single day they with don't little like to no argument. remorse.
1: Listen, liberals Hold hate on. that argument when you use it for abortion, if it just saves one life, that's right. how advocates for
0: abortion. Here's are. my thing though this is how disgusting it is. In the state of Georgia, I saw a billboard on the side of the highway that says "Abortion safe and legal for all." In New York, why the fuck? There's,
1: there's one of those. Is here. that billboard
0: in he- here?
1: We've what got is- one of those here in Kentucky. Why? What fucking why? Uh, because that's real easy, dude. I can, is, I can tell you why. Right,
2: across the board you, 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 here, you Kentucky what? said absolutely not. <laughs> people, people are leaving the state of New York like, like someone pulled the fire alarm. Good. They get him they to move, They're like, to drag you need your
1: back. abortions for free here? Stay. Please yeah.
0: Stay. Stay. Stay there. Stop coming to red states where there's no problem with anything and fucking everything up. Please, yeah, for the love please, of God, I'm please. tired of it. I
1: really don't. Because, like, is right you now, New York Kentucky... In the snow? Right now, Kentucky is New York and Obama era. That's what we are right now. I can't imagine how bad it is in New York right now. It's awful. I
0: so can't even I do not imagine. I don't know, and I, I haven't mostly because i'm afraid to but apparently there's something going on with gas stoves in the state of new york because <laughs> no nationwide. because na- no nationwide okay i thought it was new york well yeah because a lot of that
2: started with obama
0: and um
2: what's her face um uh, the wicked new witch york. of the west <laughs> in oh, new york and, and she jumped on the bandwagon the next day so i'm like they use their
1: own gas stoves
2: though so it was but oh, yeah. uh,
1: what's her face what's what's the vice ALC. president what's Oh no, no, what's, what's the president? No, what's the president's wife's name? Jill. Jill. Gosh, I was saying Jane in my head on it. I'm like, I know that's not right. Close. And I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to
0: disrespect she her. Dr. Like Jill. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> I
1: didn't even know her name. Okay. A doctor now? She's a doctor? Dr. Jane. All right, Jane.
0: What's funny about that <laughs> is when Biden was running for president and got the nomination on The View, Whoopi Goldberg literally looked at everybody else and said, wouldn't it be cool if Joe Biden... Named his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, the Surgeon General. Wrong type of doctor, you dumb fuck. Like, tell me right. you know nothing right. without telling me you know anything. But anyway, the memes that I'm seeing from some of the old libertarian crew I ran with in New York, it's like it shows an electric stove and it says stove. And then it shows a gas stove and it says a salt stove. And then, like, it's got this CNN meme where, like, it's an AR-15 and it says possible modifications. And a stove. Mounted underneath the front of it. And I'm like, I don't even want to fucking know what occurred to get me to this point of seeing this, but I love it. Keep it going. I don't even know what happened
1: for this meme because this is utter ridiculous.
0: (laughs) I just I was out of the loop on it, but I laugh every time I see him. I just chuckle and like him when I see it because it's like, okay, I don't know what the fuck this is about, but this is some fucking prime shit. Like yeah. it's an assault. I've, I've
1: got a couple of people in New York that post some memes about what's going on in New York. and the off chance that I get on Facebook,
0: because I'm not ever on Facebook, yeah, yeah. it's Facebook. a fucking failed state. It's fucking East Coast, California.
2: That's
0: if what I it disappear is. Out is, of is my chair, this little furry demon
2: right next to me is going to be the reason. Oh, um, he it's is Kylo, a... right. No, th- this is Poe. This is the new. Oh,
0: that's right. It's Poe. Okay, I forgot. Yes, uh,
2: they're all fucking Star Wars named like the mixed up. <laughs> Okay, you're side am with Amy, and I'm going to say fuck you to that. I named him after Edgar Allan Poe. She named him after Cameron
0: Poe.
1: Okay, or I po thought Poe po po from the Teletubbies, so I'm way off. No, <laughs> I I know the secret
0: backstory that Mo, all of their pets have been Star Wars named. And I yes. I was privy to the argument between him and my sister-in-law, Amy, about what the dog was actually named after. And I yeah, laugh yeah. thoroughly when you're in this conversation. Yeah,
2: he enjoys the ringside
0: seat to this stuff. But so he is... Full disclosure. I no, was sir. so confused the other day. Because, like, I'm, I don't go on Facebook that much, right? So <laughs> I, I happen to going. go on Facebook and I get a fucking friend... I get a friend request from someone named Amy and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Because, like, I never refer to you by your actual name. You're, right. just, you're a hellbilly. So, like yes. I see the friend request, and I'm like, Oh shit, because I was like three seconds away from hitting deny. I don't know who you are. And then it dawned on me I actually Wait, here's the great part of that, just so you can tie the lanes <laughs> together.
2: Um she's sitting there. We're, we're, we're sitting at the table one evening after dinner, BSing back and forth. She's on Facebook and she looks over and she goes, Why, it's got a Facebook. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck with him.
0: Uh- <laughs> I didn't accept because I knew who she was, but I was like, who the fuck is this? I, even I Megan was friend like,
1: request every once in a while because I don't use it, so every time I get on there and I've got a friend request, I'm like, who the fuck yeah. is this? And then it usually because, ends up being somebody from TikTok, and I'm like, how did you find me? It's not even my name. Most of the time like
0: <laughs> when I get a friend request, it's from someone that I knew in high school, and it's like, then nah, I didn't fucking like you back then, I don't talk to you now. Yeah, but I no, saw, I'm and even Megan now. was like, who's that? I was like, my sister-in-law. I was like, technically speaking, your future sister-in-law. He goes, she why are you mad that your sister friend requested you on Facebook? And I was like, wait, I forgot. I have to explain. And then I explained it to her. And she's like, <laughs> so I get bonus family when we get married? I'm like, you get a lot of bonus family when we get married. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes, she has no idea, brother. She doesn't have no, no idea.
1: I'm I like, there's Wyatt a whole the time-
0: extended bonus family that, like, totally not fucking related to me at all, but like, they're bonus family. <laughs> I'm like, so congratulations.
1: I, I tell Wyatt all the time, I'm like, she's my fiance now.
2: Yeah. Like, that's how close. Well, it since is. you guys share the same brain, that technically counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he,
1: um, he was telling me today that that his future sister in law is sending him tea. And I was like, well, I want some tea. And he was like, well, I'm, I'm the future brother in law. And I was like, um, me too. <laughs>
2: right. yeah, I was like, yeah, right, but not technically Don't <laughs> like special, bitch It's me too <laughs> There are two of us here Which, by the way um, Brother, you, you, I need you to Message me later We gotta have a conversation Yes,
0: I've been I waiting an, for that
2: I have an open channel So we have an opportunity here
0: Alright, good Because I've been talking it up to Megan And she's like, I gotta try this shit And I was like, well, whenever he fucking gets around to sending it I'll oh. let you try some <laughs> Before I forget,
2: after I've already gotten the one reject with the little woodworking project at UPS, when I walked in and checked, I looked at her and said, You guys make custom boxes, right? So I, I, I need some help with it. She goes, She looks and goes, No, sir, you're on your own. <laughs> I said, you, but, but it says you guys will help with packaging. She goes, Not with that.
0: Not that. <laughs> So I can't fucking no a to see this thing.
2: I, I get it packaged up. I take it to UPS. And we go out today as we're heading out to dinner. I walk in. And I've got it set down in front of me. Now, you, everybody else has got their little packages. And keep in mind, this is like a 30-plus-inch round shield <laughs> in a cardboard box that I had to build myself. It looks like a, an eighth grader had a rushed, you know, Friday morning project.
0: <laughs>
2: That's too funny.
0: But I'm I'm just as excited to see the packaging as I am. Oh, the
2: packaging is just as good as the shield, dude. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. (laughs) But I walk up, I said, up on the counter, I said, I want to ship this. The kid looks at me and goes, seriously? I said, no, I just thought I'd walk in here and waste your time. Yeah, I'm serious. (laughs) He goes, I don't even know if I can weigh this. I said, well, you have a scale, right? And he said, yeah. I said, do do I look like the kind of guy that's going to argue over three ounces one way or the other? Put it on the scale. If you have to hold it, hold it. I don't care. Right. (laughs) So We go through all the BS and he gets it up. He goes, okay. He says, declared value. And I said, I have no idea. And he says, well, declared value. I said, okay, $8,000, 78 cents. (laughs) And he says, he goes, what? I said, you asked me for a declared value. There you go.
0: (laughs) You can't put a price tag on awesomeness.
2: Right, right. <laughs> and then he goes down the list. He goes, so I-, I need to know because of that value, what's in the box? And I looked at him and said, "You are not going to believe me if I tell you."
1: <laughs> and he says,
2: "What?" I said, "It is a Viking shield." And he looks at me and goes, "Dude, that might be the coolest shit ever,
0: right?" <laughs> says, I can't open the get box. This name.
2: Yeah, he said, can we open the box? I said, so, you look at that so box, wait, don't touch that Wyatt, fucking box. Put labels on Wyatt it and send it to shield? Georgia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did. Because I have two matching battle, Viking battle axes, and he said for my birthday and Christmas, I needed a shield to go with them.
1: So like, this, this is like a real story, looking, you made this? A, like a real looking medieval sword? Can you make me a flail? you a,
2: a, a <laughs> didn't make story, the a weapon. Back, <laughs> a backstory <laughs> is needed here. Um. I have always been into Viking history,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which I don't understand because I'm Scottish, Irish, and Welsh. But whatever, I've always that has been something that's always pe- well. We pe-
0: invaded you quite a bit, it. so I mean it, it makes sense.
2: Well, right, you you, you stole yeah, all our gold, Viking. hot chicks, and and cows. So yeah, but anyway, <laughs> um, this has been probably a year ago. Mm-hmm. Why and I are BSing about something, and he said something about getting a Viking show. Now, woodworking is my hobby. I, I mm-hmm. that that's what I do to relax and to me i don't care what your hobby's like if you don't push yourself outside the comfort zone just a little bit you're not having real fun with it so right. you got to do you got to do stuff you've never done before you know you can't just c- cookie cutter everything you've got to push yourself well he we're talking he says I, I i i need to i need to get a viking show i said well dude just can you if you don't need it tomorrow can you hold off i maybe i can make one <laughs> yeah. and he's like Really? I said yeah. I said, Just don't, don't put a time limit on me, but we can get this done. Mm-hmm. And it was actually it was a freaking blast because you stop and think about it. Everything that I'd built prior to that, all corners, you know, measured distances, everything's locked in and squared. And now we're dealing with something that is all circular yeah. with no point of no you know no solid straight point of reference. So I'm working at this stuff, you know, I'm looking at this going, how the hell do I do this? It's like, okay, dumbass, you got, and you you, you aced geometry and physics. If you can't figure this out, I know a 900 year old teacher that will crawl out of the grave
0: to beat (laughs) your ass. Now keep in mind, I've seen progress pics. I haven't seen the final product. But I've seen progress pics as he's been going along with it. This thing looks fucking badass. Okay. Like I can't wait to get this fucking thing. Like, I've already started looking in to like mounts for the wall where I can have the axes behind the shield and mount the shield in front of it to have it displayed. Right. And I've already told Megan, I'm like, when we get our own place, I'm like, that's being displayed in the living room. She's like, really? I was like, this is non-negotiable. It's right. being displayed someplace in the house. You
1: might have to have an office. What? You,
0: you, well, no, she was, like she saw the progress picture and she goes, I'd be okay with that hanging in the living room. I was like, See, I knew you'd come around.
1: Well, that's why it is she's like,
2: probably Viking too deep down in her heart. She don't even know it. Oh, yet.
0: I tell her she's my shield maiden all the time.
2: Oh, uh, well, and that's gonna be our next discussion because to me, as a brother, my, my obligation now, I, I'm sorry, after delivering the shield, um, I think my you're covered. We got to take care of that chick now. <laughs> So I need to be hooking her up. We need to have some conversations. I got to gotta get her dialed in now.
0: Well, I showed her that I have, like, I keep one of the axes next to the bed. And she goes, why do you keep the axes next to the bed? Or an axe next to the bed? I'm like, because anyone breaks in the fucking house. And she goes, and well, what am I supposed to use? I said, look on your side of the bed. And the other axe is on her side of the fucking bed. I'm like, there you uh- go. <laughs> and she goes, really? I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, what do you think the job of the shield made it is? she supposed to have my fucking back. And she right. goes, wait a minute. She goes, that's your method of home defense? I said, think about it. Okay. I'm like, there's <laughs> basic level home defense, right? You get a pistol. Okay. I'm like, then there's like the next level, which is like kind of like intermediate home defense. I said, a shotgun, advanced home defense. I said, as an AR, I said, then there's scary level home defense.
1: Yep. And, and she what goes, what's that?
0: I said, you cut the lights off, throw a flashbang, and rush him with a fucking Viking axe. I said, because if you don't <laughs> fucking kill him with the axe, the psychological damage they're yep. going to get from just seeing a motherfucker just ah, running at him down the hall after a flashbang goes off, I'm like, they'll never <laughs> they'll be never right again.
1: Again. They'll, they'll never, do never do it again. They'll never do it again. <laughs> like
0: do it again. I got scary home level defense right there. <laughs> just some chunky dude with no shirt, boxers, socks, and a biking axe just fucking coming at you full tilt. Fuck it.
2: You're not living. The the only (laughs) advice that I'm going to give you is make sure that your entrance way to your house is not carpet. You're going to need tile or poured cement, something formed, because that person, if they survive, is going to leave a shit trail back out the door that you're going to have to have carpet replaced.
1: My whole house is Hardwood floors. That's wood not floor. only that, but my floors in my living room are slick. If it is wet at all, and you're not prepared, if you step inside my house, you're falling.
0: Period. First of all, I let's understand the fact
1: i slid on that floor <clears throat> coming in my house.
0: First of all, let's understand the fact that I've practiced with throwing axes before. So with tomahawks, like I'm not an expert, but there's a pretty good chance if I'm whipping a tomahawk at you it's going to fucking hit you and you're going down, okay? There's a tomahawk.
1: I can see see my front door from where I'm sitting. So, like, yeah, if I were to take my axe and throw it, it would go right right at him. So if I throw a tomahawk and I
0: hit you and it sticks here, you can get back up, but it's going to hurt. Now, imagine I get proficient with just overhand fucking John Wick style, just fucking flinging that thing. (laughs) you done, bro. You're done because Absolutely. even if that thing doesn't hit you blade, and I hit you with like the fucking back end of that thing, that thing isn't knock you the fuck out.
1: Right, it hits you in the head. Right. You're going to. You're sleep. done. But, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: still five <laughs> pounds of steel. It's still five pounds of steel with a with, with an oak handle or yeah. a hickory. Listen, yeah, you're, you're taking ass. a thump no matter what.
0: It's gonna hurt.
1: My axe is literally just like a Lowe's axe. That's all it is. It's just from Lowe's. It was to chop wood in my backyard. That's all it was for. And now it just sits next to my bed because I don't use it outside. I've got loppers you know, them scissors. I got lappers, so I don't need my axe anymore.
0: <laughs> now I gotta get on my father's. Level. So you know what I got my dad for Christmas? Hell, Billy. What? So I've told you the story that my dad's like training to become the world's deadliest warrior, right? Long bows. Right. Right.
2: Blowguns, all that shit.
0: So I'm sitting there wondering what to get him for Christmas. And I'm like, what the fuck do I get this guy? And I thought about it. So I got him a training butterfly knife. So he can just fucking sit there while he's in his recliner watching TV and learn how to flip it and do cool tricks with.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? That's fucking cool, right? Because they're legal in New York because it's not real. And then I got him a handheld crossbow pistol.
1: Because real butterfly knives are illegal in New York. It's ridiculous. So stupid. Mm -hmm.
0: Because I mean, like, the fact that, like, my dad, like, so my dad with a blowgun at like 45 yards has like a quarter size grouping on a human head. And when I say human head, it's a CPR dummy that he's that they were throwing out at work. He took it, lopped the head off, and put it on the target. But he can get a quarter size grouping at like 40, 45 yards in the center of the forehead. Something to myself, I'm like, if I get this man a handheld crossbow pistol, it's going to take him like six months to be the deadliest motherfucker I know with a handheld crossbow. I'm like, and I'd pay good money to see this happen. So, that's what I got I my father. Because Most people it. get their dad, like, socks and coffee cups for Christmas. I get my dad weapons.
1: You know, like, yeah, no, we that's <laughs> what right. we get our dad in our house, too, is weapons. And usually, he buys himself a weapon for Christmas.
0: All
2: right.
0: Now, <laughs> he's got I, I, everything I, but, else. <laughs> I mean,
2: like, come on. This conversation is going to allow me to tie a perfect bow on what an evil but loving asshole I am. <laughs> We're gonna roll back to me being in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. My dad was itching. There was this pair of hunting boots. Now we're talking over thirty years ago. This these hunting boots were incredibly freaking expensive, but he was just dying to have a pair. I was making decent money. My brother was making decent money. He said, "Hey, let's chip in and get him for him." So we did, and they were actually the the one of the first generations of heated boots. You could drop a nine volt battery in this sucker, and they would keep your feet warm.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Now, me being me, we went halves on the boots. So as I'm seeing it by redneck logic, each one of us bought a boot. Right. So each one of us wrapped a boot. (laughs) And one of our family's traditions is on Christmas Eve, you get to pick one gift and open that gift. That's oh too funny. Just, they got the one, just boot. one. So I made damn sure that the boot that my, the, the gift that my dad opened was my boot. <laughs> and we wouldn't give him the other one until the next day.
0: <laughs> I would do that shit. That's funny. I'm that much of a jerk.
1: I didn't uh. do Christmas at all this year. I mean my mom bought me a sweater, but I didn't we didn't do like a Christmas morning thing. I well,
0: didn't Megan and I did with our little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. So backstory to that, hell Billy. Originally for Christmas, I was supposed to be in Texas, right? But circumstances changed. Good job offer here, so I stayed. So right. <clears throat> I wanted I still wanted us to have our own tree. You know, it was like her first Chris, our first Christmas together type stuff. Right. So I went online and I was looking for like a desktop Christmas tree. You know what I mean? One that was probably like this high, wide, right? So Apparently it was too late at night when I ordered this fucking thing, and I just forgot how to measure anything, like ever. Okay, I ordered this tree. I was like, "Shit!" For a tree that size, that's a good price. The tree is about as tall as this fucking bottle, and about as (laughs) wide as the bottle too. So all the fucking ornaments I ordered for the tree are full size fucking ornaments. So three (laughs) ornaments on the tree. And you can't put regular fucking lights on it. So I got a strand of LED lights that, like, you would put on, like, a mantelpiece for a fireplace and wrap them fucking things around there. Oh, she loved it. She takes. She's like, we're putting it up every year from now on. And I'm like, man, I thought this thing was fucking ugly as shit. Like, I was so disappointed. Like, I called her later than that. My am like, babe, we got to get a new tree. And she goes, why? And I'm like, I'm, I, I'll just show you. And I turned the camera on to it. And she's like, oh, my God, I love it. And I was so surprised because I'm like, she's going to fucking hate it. She's never gonna <laughs> let me be in charge of this shit again. But no worked out She's like, now her own it Christmas. Is
1: perfect.
0: Yeah, I was like, all right, fuck, man, all right, I didn't fuck up that bad, dude. I, and I gotta Christmas say, Christmas
1: tree for me is no Christmas tree.
0: <laughs> fake one.
1: You said fake one.
0: Fake Christmas tree. If I'm I'm gonna clean up all that I, shit.
1: I don't. I don't
2: want a Nimrod tree in my house. you no, a fake Christmas tree.
0: <laughs> um, I've watched Christmas vacation. vacation too many times.
2: In our profession, um, if you've been in for any length of time, you have been around firemen who show the videos starting in Thanksgiving of a tree going up in flames.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. The tree in this house is fake.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't need an accelerant with electricity yeah, no, wrapped with around that. it. I'm well, okay. You're,
1: if, if you're going to get a tree, I'm with fake trees, too. Some real trees. That's well, some scary shit. It,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One squirrel can change the world,
0: man. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need none of that shit.
1: Fuck that. I'm paranoid about fires anyway. I know way too many people whose houses have burned down. Um that's always well, in the back of my head. Every time I leave my house, I'm like my house is gonna burn down while I'm gone. Every time. Every time. Then
2: I'm gonna feed your paranoia and I'm sorry for that. Oh okay. but, right. but you are you are five times more likely to die in a house fire than a home invasion. I knew I that that's my house has smoke detectors and fire extinguishers on every floor.
1: Mm-hmm. I have one floor. It's just one. One smoke and detector does my whole house.
2: <laughs> it's, it's tiny. It's yeah, tiny.
1: yeah but Joe's having have an older house. the smoke
2: near their biggest heat source, and you're good. And, you know, if you have a, well, you don't have to worry about things to, to Joe and Joe Biden. It's going to be illegal. <laughs> if you've got a gas stove or a gas, gas heat, that's going to be illegal by next year. So Say
0: it right. It's an assault stove.
2: Everything right. that I have is electric except <laughs> for my water. My water is gas heated. I like gas
0: stoves better. Oh, I do too, dude. but
1: I didn't have them when I moved in. And I actually can't make it a gas stove. We've just remounted my kitchen. So, like, I, I was going through different things like, can I get a gas stove? Can I do this? Can I do this? It's a lot more renovation than I wanted to do. So, I couldn't. No, do I, that.
0: Put gas I am
1: in putting in a dishwasher, stuff. though. Absolutely. I, I made a little, we put a wall, we put a closet around my water heater because I is an eyesore. So now that it's closed off, there's just like this little nook right there, and it's just big enough for a dishwasher. It Thank you God! Thank you God! <laughs> I hate washing dishes by hand. I'm so sick of it. I cannot wait mm-hmm. to get this freaking dishwasher. Cannot wait. This is I'm my saga
0: a... of her remodeling her house. But you're lucky you it's have been an a old year, house. Man. Yeah, but you have an old house. Now all the newer houses, all the 120, sm- all the 120 volt well smokes are linked together. So when one goes off, every motherfucking one in the house goes off. Oh, and when if one battery goes bad, they all
2: beep. Yeah, when one battery goes bad, they yeah they go batshit crazy too.
0: Good luck finding which one it is because they'll all beep at you. Yeah,
2: that's why you, you I only the need one. It, it's almost like the old movie Run Silent and Run Deep. You, you need like 25 hours of time and you will move six inches every time something beeps. It's kind of like playing Marco Polo with a smoke detector.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's annoying.
1: Yeah, I don't hear them. I don't <laughs> ever hear them. I don't ever hear them. It's I'm so bad when it comes to smoke detectors. I do not hear that beep. It is What just- I love
0: is the ones that are like in apartment buildings where, like, when they disconnect them, they all start going off. Oh yeah, and then like the residents get really pissed, and I'm like, we do that for a reason. She's like, why? I was like, because you're not supposed to fucking take them down. Like, why this this should not right. be a fucking surprise if to you? One,
1: if it comes down, they all go off for a reason. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And they also wire them in to something that uh, if you try to disconnect them and, like, remove wire nuts and stuff like that, it shuts power off to, like, major appliances in the house. Trying to dissuade you from taking them down. Like, because, like, <laughs> right. oh, I don't want the smoke detector. It's annoying. Well, good luck using your fucking oven or fridge, asshole. Like, right. that's why they do it I... that way. But I had a resident the other day. He asked me. We had a lot of freeze. Freezing down here in Georgia a couple weeks ago. And you're, you're in the business, hell, Billy, So, you know, frozen spring, oh, yeah. life, you know what fucking happens, right? So, yep. I was on this yep. property doing something else. And one of the residents stops me and he goes, Oh, this is a bus pipe in my building. I go, How do you know? And he took me to his apartment and there's fucking water like coming out of the holes. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it was a bus pipe. Yep. So, like, water got shut off and stuff like that. He goes, I have a question. And I'm like, Okay. He goes, As a homeowner, now let me be very clear about this. I asked where the leasing office was. He got very offended and goes, I am a homeowner. We all are in this community. It's a condo community. Pause. Calm the fuck down. Lose the attitude. I wasn't insulting you. Congratulations. You own a fucking condo. Your mom must be so proud. Anyway. Sorry. Is there a sales office? Like something. Someone, who, someone has to be in charge of the fucking property, right? And right. he goes, No, he goes, I have a question. He goes, As a homeowner, and he kept saying homeowner, and I kept thinking to myself, This motherfucker says homeowner one more time, I'm gonna punch him. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Like, I get it. He's like a fucking Crossfitter or that a vegan. Like, right. like, where they constantly have to tell you, like, <laughs> like I Crossfit. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Like, anyway. clearly,
1: you're excited about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like, he's just
0: one of those people that, like, of a niche community where they have to tell you that they're a part of it. Like, congratulations, you know what quinoa is and carry a canvas bag full of kale. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, so he goes, as a, home a homeowner, <laughs> he goes, as a homeowner, he goes, don't I have the right to say I don't want a sprinkler system in my house? And I was like, do you want it to burn to the ground if there's a fire? Well, well, no. Do you want the rest of the homeowners condos to burn down? Well, well no. But why would their home? Why would their homes burn down? I'm like, it's a condo but there's 10 fucking condos connected in a line that all operates off of the same riser room. I'm like, you're the first one after the riser room. So if we remove your shit, no one else gets it. Yeah. But this seems like it's just such a hassle. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Safety in place to keep all you and all of your shit from burning to the ground is a fucking hassle. Sorry. Like you'll. I'm like just the density of these motherfuckers. Outside. Like I don't want to be saved. Just let me burn like a marshmallow. Okay. Fuck you. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, this is this a momentary
2: <laughs> inconvenience that will keep me from
0: dying. Please I mean, take you know, it
1: away. He's not, he's not wrong.
0: I mean, I guess, but it's different, okay? It's not like he owns a stand-alone home where right. you can, as a homeowner, I guess, consciously make the decision, I want no smoke detectors. If there's a fire, let me die in my sleep. Godspeed, bro. Like, do you boo-boo? Free country? Rock that <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> but, but like... Right, right. This, there's nine other people <laughs> that like live in this stretch of buildings. Like, no, my
1: thing is, no, you if don't you get want to, to actually this. own your home. Don't buy a condo. Yeah,
2: well, and that you was go exactly going to gonna be my point. <laughs> it is not and when he kept saying homeowner. It's like, no, you're not a homeowner. Let's be truthful. You are you part of a building
0: owner. Yeah, yes. you're a condo you, owner.
1: You you own a section of a, of building, a building that is already pre-owned.
2: Yeah. You don't own
1: yeah. a home. Yeah, and if like, you don't want us wrong. to remove the life,
2: if you want us to remove the life safety stuff from your your apartment that keeps you alive, well, if you can change NFPA seventy two, we'll make that yes. happen for you. But what's going to happen is we are going to block off your shit and pipe it right across your apartment to the your neighbor's <laughs> shit. <laughs> well,
0: that's what I told him. I was like, if you really have that big of an issue with it, I suppose you can call the county fire marshal. He's like, well, would he listen? To-? Like this guy was seriously goes, would he listen to me? And I'm like, sure. Like call him. Call him while I'm here because I want to hear the conversation. I want oh, to hear him wait. be like, are you fucking Absolutely. stupid? Yeah. <laughs> Just like the dumb shit that I hear is like, you guys can't be this dumb. Like, you really, like, come on. No one's that stupid. They oh, don't They have are a thought process, they
2: are.
1: Wyatt. They are NPCs. They do not there visualize a-, a word when you say
2: it, okay? Yes. And <laughs> oh. there is a reason that... A warning label is on every new lawnmower today telling you not to use it as a hedge trimmer. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm a fan of the kind. Con- like, okay, here's the thing. I said this last week, too, but I'm going to say it again. The hedge trimmer. What the fuck? I'm not. Oh, yeah. Listen. Listen. I've seen people use cranes and riding lawnmowers tilted at an angle to trim hedges. Like, it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. It is. Keep in mind, I asked somebody a from OSHA, my
1: dog got, his foot got almost got cut halfway off because of a lawnmower cuz No, they I were know. tipping it up and turning it.
0: Yeah, I know. Here's the thing. I asked someone from OSHA one time, I said, "Is it true that in order for a warning label to be placed on a product? That means that there has to be a sufficient enough amount of people who have attempted it for you to be like, maybe we should tell people not to do this?" and he goes for some of the ones that don't seem like that seem like they should be common sense he goes sometimes yes i'm like so what you're telling me
1: like don't eat tide pods
0: well yeah but that again that should be self-explanatory because exactly
1: There's um warning labels on the pods
0: now i'm i'm referring to one specifically i was like so what you were telling me is there was enough of a subset of the population that saw a curling iron plugged in and hot and thought maybe i can get off with this male or female <laughs> and just went Boop. that's what you're trying to tell me right now and he just looked at me and he said no words but i'm telling you his look was just yes i <laughs> i'm not a cold i'm not a uncaring individual okay i'm not okay i believe there's value in every single human life but has rang true more than not. If you make it idiot proof, you only make a better idiot. Okay. And all I'm saying is this, and it may be a hot button controversial topic, and I'm sorry. If you're dumb enough to take a curling iron and shove it into your body while it's on, okay. You deserve There's a,
1: everything
0: you get. A you deserve it. And B, there is a very strong possibility, but that in no way did we hinder the cure to cancer, if you understand what I'm saying. You're dumb enough to do that. I promise you, you're not smart enough to like solve world hunger, world peace, cure for Alzheimer's. You're not the guy for that. It's okay. And I this it. ties <laughs> this ties
2: into a conversation we've already had in the past. Is that when you when you lower the bar. To bring everybody in and try to be all-inclusive. All you are doing is hurting the masses and creating a second generation, I will say, of, what do we call them? Willingful, stupid? stupid. Willfully stupid. ignorant. Yes. Willfully
1: generation ignorant.
0: Generation of stupid? That's the yeah. truth, too. I mean, I'm not saying Thanos had a point. But But I'm also not saying that taking the warning labels off of everything and letting the problem sort itself out is a bad idea either. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm totally with that. The jokes, folks. I'm all Disclaimer, we're just joking, but Thanos had a point.
2: Some, (laughs) if not, all of us are joking at this point. It's up to you to decide. A lot of
1: truth is said in jest.
0: Okay, (laughs) fine, fair, but like... (laughs) be very clear, I'm not advocating for the senseless loss of human life. I'm just saying, like, if you're you're dumb enough to do it, you deserve the consequences that come from it. And I'm not talking about, like, a toddler, someone who doesn't know. I'm talking about if you have a A fully formed frontal fucking lobe, you're grown as fuck, and you do some shit like that, you lose a limb, seal your butthole shut because you shoved a curling iron up there, whatever comes from that is on you. Like, if you we're, we're ignore guys. the
2: warning label on a vice that tells you not to put your fingers in the jaws as you close it, you get what you deserve. Sorry. And and to me, if that warning label was, if you had to read that warning label to pull your fingers out, it probably shouldn't have been there, and you shouldn't be running it in the first place.
1: No. thanks.
0: Not at all. Not at all. And nothing that's... teaches like pain. Oh yeah. Yeah, Why do you think all of our fathers let us do stupid shit as kids? My dad is absolutely <laughs> the father that saw me doing something stupid that would hurt me, but not kill me. And another adult would step in and be like, let me stop him. And my dad was like, no, 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 wait a minute.
1: Nope, nope. Let him go. I told, no. him, told them not to do it, so let him do it, so they'll know not to do it next time. Yeah. That was my dad too. No, let You him learned. Because my dad go.
0: would come over to me and be like, what did you learn? My- my, don't do it. Okay,
1: You, know? you want to <laughs> learn a lesson that I learned that I probably shouldn't have learned at the age that I learned. We were at, an amu- we were at Cedar Point. I was four years hurry. old. I was four years old. I cannot believe that Dana did this to me. Four years old. Uh, we're at an amusement park, and my parents were on a ride of some sort. My mom's best friend and her husband were there. They, I don't know exactly who was there, but I know I was with Dana. Dana is my mom's best friend's husband.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Vigo. My dog literally just peed on a blanket in my room. I literally just watched him do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a whole other level of just not giving a fuck. <laughs> like, not yeah, at all. Do something. Not, you
1: just peed do on a blanket and looked at me and walked out the room like ain't nothing guy happened. He's going to remember that. That's okay. We almost... Don't if he can dance. verbalize,
2: like, he would have looked at you sir. and said, NPC this Did lady. you just pee on my floor?
1: <laughs> what is that? What is that? You better go lay down somewhere. Look at this little shithead. <laughs> this one, you little
0: fucker. I knew it was the fucking small one. The they only the reason attitude. why he's
1: getting a pass is because he don't feel good. That's the only reason why he's getting a pass right now. He's had sniffles and he's got the reverse sneezing going on. Look at the other that-
0: one behind her. He's looking at him like you fucked up. <laughs> this one, yeah. yeah he's look. Like, he just looked at him like, "What the fuck did you do?"
1: That's my jab. Yeah.
2: He's walking up like, "I am golden. I did not do that shit. He Give said, me I didn't draw me." Yeah, he's like, I did not do it. Look,
1: I was not me. Come on, get off of Mom, me. I tried to stop
2: him. I tried to stop him. He wouldn't listen.
1: No, you didn't. You laid right there and did nothing. Okay, sir. All
2: right. Well, he knows
1: he's in trouble. Listen, listen to the story real quick before I finish. Um, so we were at Cedar Point, and did you just pee on it too? <laughs>
0: Your dogs are subtly, not so subtly telling you, like, hey, be done.
1: You on my but- I'm going to kill them all. You Get away from me. Get out. <laughs> Bye. Go away. No. Don't you dare come back. Go. You guys go somewhere else. Oh Gosh. I'm going to tell this fucking story about getting left in Cedar Point by myself at four years old. He left me because I did not want anything to do with him. We were supposed to go somewhere, and I was like, I'm not going with you. I am not going with you. So I went the other direction. So he let me walk the other direction. He followed me, but I walked off by myself four years old thinking I was a badass. Like, bye. I'm not. Fuck you. Bye. I'm leaving. And I just took off <laughs> walking around by myself. And he followed me and just watched me walk around. I had no idea where he was. I'm sure he wasn't that far from me, but I really don't remember seeing him anywhere. But I was just gone. Nope.
0: That's, that's how you learn now. <laughs> that's how you learn. All right. Well, I think uh, Kelly's dogs are, are playing us out here because uh, I'm going to kill them. They want attention. And before, you know, yeah, she's got months. a rebellion. She needs Listen, to deal. With it. She's got a rebellion. Like she's got was, to go squash. It's not like it was yeah. clean
1: clothes or anything. It was a blanket that's been dirty, that's been in the pile of dirty clothes that they peed on. It's their blanket, so I'm not really that mad about it.
0: Yes, but your dogs are still fomenting insurrection. like that's Yeah, they're
1: both just like, I peed here and I peed here, and now what are you going to do about it? You're both I going am, outside in the court. I am
2: choosing to think that they are trying to visualize red flag laws for us.
0: Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that.
2: Right? <laughs> You've been red
1: flags. That's two red flags. I have one more dog. Waiting for her to come pee on it.
0: Well, we'll <laughs> sign off here before a felony gets she committed.
1: does that,
2: right? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. Like, Hell Billy, as always, thank you for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure to have you on here.
2: Uh my family, I appreciate it. It was awesome being here as always. I love you both very deeply. Um, stay safe. Keep taking care of each other. Always.
0: And if you need me,
2: I'm here. Absolutely. All
0: right. Well, everybody, as always, thank you for spending part of your weekend with us. We love you. Thank you for all the support, and we'll see you next weekend.
1: Bye, guys. Oh, wait. Mad Pad guest tomorrow night, 8 p.m.
0: Yeah. But she said, (laughs) Oh, sweet. He's lucky. He gets to watch three of them. (laughs) (laughs) Man caves coming back. Cheap seats are awesome, dude. (laughs) I stay low rent for a reason. All right. (laughs) All right. right. Y'all have a good night.